court. The search warrant in this matter sought the usual uh, request, evidence of a crime, contraband, fruits of a crime, or other items illegally possessed for committing a crime. The crimes being committed were in the warrant described as a laundry list, unlawful smuggling into the United States, unlawful importation of a firearm, unlawful receipt or possession of an unregistered NFA firearm, uh, no serial number, that sort of thing. The initial question is what evidence is there that a crime was committed? What probable cause is there that any of these crimes has been committed? What link is there to Mr. Hay or to the residents sought to be searched? Until a technical bulletin was prepared by the Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms Technical Division 40 days prior to this search warrant, until that technical bulletin was prepared, the government and the ATF were admitting that these silencers couldn't be a silencer. They can't function as a silencer without modification. They misled the magistrate to believe that a crime was being committed based upon the bulletin. Counsel, did, did the, did the uh, affidavit state a crime that was uh, being investigated for purposes it, of obtaining the warrant? It did not identify a crime would be my position, Your Honor. I. But what I, did it allege was a crime? Right. They allege there were crimes, Your Honor. As far as did they identify a crime, my position would be that no, they did not. They spent 16 paragraphs describing uh, the uh, that these were silencers. They said so. The the allegation was that your your client was purchasing illegal silencers for uh, importation. Correct. And in fact, they're going further than that, Your Honor. They're saying their silencers are ready in their present state, which would be clearly contrary to the Thompson Center fire contender case. It's not a matter of something might be modified. It's a matter that is it modified. This is where the intent comes in, I believe, Your Honor. The warrant application at page seven describes the fuel filters as silencers based upon this confidential bulletin. I mean, this is not a regulation by ATF where they're regulating ammunition or they're regulating open bolt firearms. This is a confidential regulation and they don't even tell the magistrate that it's a confidential regulation. Well, the, the district court found that 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 bulletin did not in any way change the law, as I understand it, the court just thought it was kind of a clarification based on some of the activity they'd seen in the field, as they say. So what what is it about the you you, you present the bulletin as very problematic in this in this search warrant application, but I, I'm not quite sure where it plays. Is it that that it's sort of a Frank's issue that it was that it was um, false information, misleading information, or just didn't didn't amount to probable cause because uh, fill in the blank. Your Honor, the repeated claim uh, 
that these items were illegal in their present state without regard to any need to have a modification in the future, I believe is the misrepresentation. Now, technically, as Judge Jarvie says, this secret regulation can't change the law. I agree with that. But did it change the impression to the magistrate? Why did they spend 16 paragraphs talking about this as a silencer? I mean, if we were to imagine you were in your chambers and a postal inspector approached you and says, uh, I've been around as a postal agent for a long time. I've done lots of these cases. Um, I'm investigating uh, these crimes and I want a search warrant. Customs sent me two packages of 14 fuel filters or solvent traps from China addressed to this Mr. Hay. Someone named Mr. Hay lives at this address where the packages are going to. It appears there's a phone number associated with him. Um, what do you know about Mr. Hay, you ask? The agent says he lives at the property with his wife and children. He's not currently a felon. We have no knowledge of gun purchases. We have no knowledge of registration. There's no silencers registered to him. He's got a home, a barn, a garage, outbuildings, RVs, utility vehicles. The real estate's owned by a limited liability. What else? All right, you know then I'm going to follow up and ask another a question. Then I'll, I would say, all right, what's the nature of the filters or um, solvent traps that this person's ordering? I thought I understood that there was the evidence was that the type he was ordering were not were were not of the sorts that are used in their traditional fashion, like in a car. Is, am I wrong about the evidence here that that it, that that they were just a little different and unusual? The claim is is that certain fuel filters, uh, typically they were called a Napa forty o three, that this fuel filter was something that was suitable to be used, and that people were in fact using them, and that there were videos out on YouTube that people were using these, so that's why it got their attention. That's my understanding. Using them as silencers, you mean? Right, that they could be used as a silencer or could be converted as a silencer, and then they say, we're calling them silencers. Well, we don't care whether they're modified or not. You could not use one of these things, put it on the end of a gun and shoot it. It would blow up in your face. Okay, it's not suitable. It is not a silencer. But even the government is claiming in its brief that these are silencers in their present state. And then somehow, remarkably, there's no controlled delivery arranged. And I, I can't understand. Could, could, could the filters be used um, in, in a wide range of automobiles? Yes, that's my understanding. And again, the labeling on these is inconsistent. I did attach several different websites that are describing these filters on Walmart and other places. And the, the nomenclature is, is confusing. As a practical matter, you could buy probably any fuel filter. I went out and bought one at O'Reilly's. You could screw it onto the end of a gun, drill it out. You can use a potato as a silencer if you want to, or a, a pop bottle, a two-liter pop bottle. So virtually anything can be a silencer. But these were specifically directed in the bulletin and described as silencers, even without any modification, Your Honor. And then they didn't deliver the silencers. I mean, the cases I've seen for 30 years, 
you make a controlled delivery, then you put in these little uh, things to track packages and you see if the package is accepted and you see what happens to the package and then you do the search warrant because at that point, the suspected contraband is in the home. In this case, that's the most that we have is suspect. And that goes to the uh, Staples case where they say you have to know the character before you're guilty of possessing a machine gun. So the government has repeatedly ignored this in its request and I believe has uh, certainly confused the judge or else as the previous case, I, I hate to think of this and no disparagement to judge was asleep at the wheel. He didn't realize there was no delivery, but repeatedly in this case, there's talk about evidence of crime and delivery. There was no delivery. It's like people- Mr. Well, you're, you're, yeah. you're, you've just got a minute left. So if you I want understand. to reserve, you can, or you can yeah. continue. If there's a question, I'll answer any question or I would reserve the time for rebuttal. All right, thank you, Mr. Miller. Thank you. Ms. Schneider. Thank you, Your Honor. May it please the court. My name is Tori Schneider and I represent the United States of America. The district court did not err in, de in denying appellant's motion to suppress because the search warrant affidavit um, contained probable cause to search appellant's residence and property for evidence of a crime or instrumentalities of a crime. I think I'm going to start with what what, what, was, what, what, what crime in particular? There were several um, possible crimes alleged in the search warrant affidavit. Mr. Mueller did list some of those. Um, it was the uh, illegal importation of firearms. Um, it was the uh, illegal possession of firearms, um, illegal uh, possession of NFA items. Uh, there were several uh, possible offenses listed. Obviously, those were offenses that were being investigated, not necessarily crimes that were con committed. This, um, you know, we're at the probable cause level. We didn't need to have um, sufficient evidence to convict at this point. I think it is important to remember that, that the standard that we're at is a fair probability. Okay, but if these, are, if these are normal consumer goods, and of course your other counsel's right, a lot of things can be used to silence a gun. Uh, we won't start down that road. Uh, I didn't give him uh, Fifth Amendment. You don't have to give me Fifth Amendment uh, warnings. Uh, but but my point simply is, if I understood him, these are almost normal consumer goods. It could be used on a car now. So why is it? Why is there anything uh, that gives probable cause? Thank you, Your Honor. And I, I that is exactly what I wanted to focus on. And I'm, with all due respect, Mr. Mueller is incorrect. These are not normal consumer goods. These are not normal um, fuel filter or solvent traps. They have no filtering capabilities. They have no purpose whatsoever other than serving as a silencer. Well, now, well now, first of all, first of all, was that stated that plainly in the affidavit? Yes. Okay. And, and second of all, do you mean unmodified or do you mean as they arrived you know, literally as, as you got them right in the Amazon box. As they arrived, Your Honor. In the they Amazon grabbed. box, they come out and they have no consumer use at all. Yes, Your Honor. And in fact, there is a photo of them contained in the search warrant affidavit 
that was provided to the magistrate. They lack any filtering capability whatsoever. They, in fact, both ends of these. Now there were, they came in two shipments. They were um, of different sizes, but otherwise they looked the same. And the inside, um, other than having the interior baffles, which those would need to have been um, drilled, the center would need to be drilled out. Other than that, they were empty on the inside and both ends were open. One end had a screw cap that could also be drilled out, but otherwise it was a screw cap. So it was completely, it was just a long cylinder, completely empty in the inside until you put the interior baffles in, which would have served um, then to aid in diminishing the report of a firearm. There was no possible filtering capability to this whatsoever. It could not have been used as a fuel filter or a solvent trap. Also, your okay, honor- Okay, why do they have a NAPA number? Why do they have a NAPA number if they can't be used? NAPA's National Auto Parks, why would they have even that number then? It's used, um, it, they are used to try to, I guess they're fraudulent. I don't know, these come from China, Your Honor. Um, and so they're, they're being, per this particular, these particular fuel filters were purchased off of an Alibaba website and they were imported from China um, and they have that Napa um, part number on there. If one is purchased, did, 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 the, did the did the uh, did the application or any of those materials address this Napa number point? Yes, Your Honor, because it was addressed in the bulletin, and there were, I believe, seven paragraphs of the search warrant affidavit that quoted from the bulletin, and that was one of them. Counsel, would you address uh, the appellant's concern that the procedure used here was atypical and and not? Uh, uh, with a, a typical type of a controlled buy or something to indicate that there actually was some knowledge of illegality and an effort to acquire uh, an illegal product on the part of uh, the defendant? Yes, Your Honor. First of all, I know of no um, case law that requires a controlled delivery. Um, appellant states that requirement in his brief, but does not support that with any case law. Uh, and there, a controlled delivery in this case, a controlled delivery would not have provided the government with any further information or any more evidence or information than we already had at the time we sought this warrant. Um, unlike um, drugs or child pornography. Well, why, why could it be, because of the ability of the product to be used by those intending to do a criminal act, why is there an assumption or even a presumption that this individual had uh, operated under that uh, mindset? Wouldn't there need to be some evidence that this individual uh, had an illegal intent as opposed to just uh, uh, just because it could be used by others for criminal purposes? Why is it why can it be assumed that this person was acquiring it for an illegal use? Absolutely, Your Honor, and that was the point of the search warrant, um, and that is why, again, the standard is a fair probability that evidence will be found not sufficient evidence to convict someone of a crime. This, that what we were what we were seeking from the search warrant was evidence such as exactly what you were talking about. Um, what one point I wanted to make about those um, the these fuel filter silencers that were ordered was that they had thread uh, threading that were uh, matched certain firearms. 
Now, in legitimate fuel filter silencers, they do not have a threading that matches a firearm. You need an adapter. They would have threadings that would be used for a car, like Judge Kelly was talking about. So in this case, we wanted to know we, what we were seeking in attachment B was, are there any firearms present that have this thread sizing that would match these firearms? And we were also seeking um, cell phones and computers, things that would show that he ordered it and, and, and anything like that. I know one of the things that appellant argues in his brief is we didn't know whether he actually owned any firearms, which is true. However, whether he owned firearms or didn't own firearms is really irrespective because if he, the lack of firearms could show someone ordered 14 of these in two different sizes. A lack of firearms would could go to the fact that he could be trafficking these silencers. And, and so then anything found on a cell phone could be evidence of that offense as well. So we but only- Ms. Schneider, is it, Mr. Muller said that that you could use these filters on, on a number of automobiles. What's your position on that? Unfortunately, Mr. Mueller is just incorrect. Perhaps is it, in, yeah. is, it, is, it in, is it in the affidavit expressly to the magistrate judge, these cannot be used for automobiles? What is, what is in the affidavit, Your Honor, is that a legitimate fuel filter has the threading size for automobiles and that it, you would need an adapter to use it on a firearm and that these fuel filters have the threading size that match the firearms. And that is another thing that these are not legitimate. But did it, did it, did it say that, and, 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 and also that's one aspect of it, but also say, and you can't use these. These are, these just don't work in your car. That part, I'm not sure. Um, I'm, Why wouldn't that be included if, if, if that's, isn't that kind of the crux of it? I mean, it's, 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 you know, you go through the details of what they, what they are, but isn't the crux, crux of this kind of to, to loop into Chief Judge Smith's question, which is sort of, don't you have to tell the judge, you can't use these for anything else, because if there's any other legitimate use without any other evidence about Mr. Hay, doesn't that call into the question, the strength of your warrant application? No, Your Honor, because they still can't be used as a fuel filter, regardless of what they're hooked up to. There is no filtering capability to them, regardless of whatever you hook them to. There's nothing, there's no filtering capability to these devices, regardless of what. Are you trying to say, that, uh, if I see if I'm following, you're saying that all you get is the shell, right? Yes, Your Honor. Can you go to a Napa store and get a Napa part that has just a number two or three off that fits inside of it and makes it a fuel filter? Not to my knowledge. But well, not what the affidavit say, because you and I are Correct. both a little let's see here. Right, Go but ahead. that's all. That's not within the record, Your Honor. And not within but, the record. Well, I'm does sorry. the does the ATF bulletins were they were they actually given to the uh, uh, authorizing judge here, the search warrant, or were they uh, just alluded to? There was a photograph and contained in the search warrant affidavit, Your Honor. No, but was were the ATF bulletins actually given to the? Uh, no, seven paragraphs okay, of you. the affidavit. Okay, thank you. That was all I was after. Go ahead. Thank you. I see that my time is up. So, uh, assuming there's no other questions, the government does respectfully request that you affirm the district court. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Schneider. Mr. Muller, your uh, conclusion. Your Honor, two points. I think 
One point that is neglected entirely is that you could order these with the intention to use them as a silencer, and the procedure is to fill out the Form 1 to pay the $200 tax, to get a number, and then you convert it. So the approach taken by the ATF in this case is that you can no longer do what was a lawful act before this. The second issue I'd like to point out is solvent traps are designed to trap the fluid that's being used in the barrel. When I cleaned shotguns as a kid, we just poured it out on the ground. Now we're a little more concerned about these types of chemicals and we want them captured. So there's a lawful use there. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Mueller. The court appreciates both counsel's participation and argument this morning. It's been helpful. This is not an easy case by any stretch. And uh, Mr. Mueller, I note that uh, you're representing Mr. Hay under the Criminal Justice Act, and the court appreciates your willingness to serve in that capacity. Thank you. Thank you, Your Honor. I'm happy to do so in this case. All right. Counsel may be excused.